0: What's this song? It's like uh Love Song for Uncle Petey. That's what this yeah, is. About, right. That's Yeah, right. That's the name of this song. It's Love Song for Uncle Petey. Uh what a sweet guy, you know. Conflicting feelings, but at the end of the day he did it out of love. Um they what should the play f- Hometown <laughs> Barbecue and Brad Hook, I think. It's one of the few joints that features.
1: This is high decibels.
0: Music recaps in New York City and beyond. Hey, you people, you're listening to High Decibels, an NYC-based live music podcast. We check out the artists we love in New York City venues and beyond and report back to you. I'm Marlia.
1: And I'm James, and this song is By a Reverie. That's as much as we know about it, who we saw at the Venus and Furs on Thursday, December 19th, and who we'll be talking about today. But before that, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and look for us on Reddit, at High Decibels Pod for clips, picks, discussions, and more. Also look for us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts, and subscribe, follow, rate, and review.
0: As always, we offer the opportunity to executive produce an episode. What does that mean? That means that you pick what show we're going to see, and that has to be somewhere in the New York State a tri-state area unless you're a baller that does include new jersey which is why the giants can call themselves the new york Giants.
1: don't start don't <laughs> start it's about the city not the state they're in
0: new york she's tri- cocky because the bills don't suck for once new york tri-state area uh i got some bills gloves for christmas actually uh you yeah, can
1: text with them too they're yeah. red.
0: Uh, so anyway, uh, getting back on target, uh, basically like we, we see the concert and, uh, you get the tickets. We go to the show. We recap the show. If you want to recap the show with us and guest, if you want to just call in, if you just want us to read a Blair Rivers, if you don't want to say anything at all, or maybe you live in Iowa and no one comes out there and you have bands that you like and we see all the bands that you like and you want us to do it. Like, we'll do it. So just dm us at high decibels pod and twitter or instagram or do it the old-fashioned way high decibels podcast at gmail.com
1: at least it's gmail right it would be real old-fashioned like it. at yahoo.com
0: i mean i'm not saying send a courier pigeon. pigeon that's you know anyway hey you guys <laughs> so got a surprise for you today we have another guest with us they came to us with us to this show at venus and furs you guys this is my old friend andy say hello
2: Hey there, folks! Thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, we always like we always like the opportunity to have a guest if we can because it just sort of adds like some extra perspective uh, to a show that we went to. Um, in this case. Uh, the show that we went to was at a venue called Venus and Ferris. This is an idea that James came up with. Yeah. Like just going to a venue we've never been to and seeing some local exploit, just like a grab. This is James's secret Santa gift to all of us. Kind
1: of, yeah. It was just, uh, you know, I always I like doing this, and I, I part of you know we've said it here before is part of the reason we we want this to have some kind of success is we like this to inspire people to go out to this sort of thing more and support local artists and you know as it turns out this was also for free 99 so there's no reason to not go out there and you know catch a couple songs by somebody you might have no idea so w- hopefully what i'm saying is if anybody listens to this they get inspired to check out some venue in their area
0: Yeah, that being said, though, a free show, Beggars Can't Be Choosers. Don't go in picky. It's a mixed bag. Like You're going to find some good things, some bad things. This is a New York City-centric episode. That is to say these are local bands and just going by various factors that i observed they ain't touring as far as i can tell they're not coming to mm. a city near you so that'd be, if you're not in new york city uh it doesn't mean it's time to shut this off visit our fine city yeah and when you do when you've had uh, your uh, g- uh, carriage rides in central park being carted around by a miserable horse uh, show uh well. please <laughs> stop doing those and seeing that uh, esb mariah carey all i want for christmas is you light show when you are done with all that shit um you know, Go to a local venue like this one, like uh, uh, Venus and Furs. Um, actually, the Empire State Building is probably the only tourist attraction that I think is really worth in this city. You think so? Maybe I'm biased because I used to work and there and never there, had yeah. to stand in line. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to have to stand in that line for two hours. Have you ever been to the top of the Empire State Building? Never. Yeah. Well.
1: That's so I, I haven't either, and I've also never gone to the uh, Statue of Liberty.
0: Try, try. Oh, no. really? Believe
1: it or not, never done that.
0: Yeah, try it sometime. Mm uh okay so anyway um we're we're showing you uh a venue in the city that is you know not one of the bowery presents uh venues or that sort of thing yeah. this is like off the beaten path so when you're done with all that shit jasmine you want to see how the pleves live around here uh we're here to show you a whole new world yeah,
1: and you find yourself in a uh, bedsty slash, slash bush
0: which of us is aladdin here which of us is the is the magic or bet
1: that's a great question I guess we'll see in this episode.
0: Oh yeah, anytime (laughs) my words get stepped on, I'm going to say magic carpet. I'm sure, sure. And whoever carpets most is Aladdin, Prince Ali. You're genie, Andy. You're you're (laughs) genie. Um, But my point is, is we're taking you to a local joint that I think is worth hitting. Certainly as a local, and even as a tourist. No, listen.
1: Like we'll get into it a little bit more. But if I were living in that area, I'd be there every night. That's such a cool spot.
0: You know what I mean? Like I just feel like if I was a tourist, like I I would want to see at least one place like this. Yeah. So uh, now time- okay.
1: You know, it's not exactly the most touristy neighborhood or whatever. But if you if you are visiting, you happen to find yourself and and this place is on the border of kind of Bushwick and Bed right there, off the uh, M J Z stop at the Myrtle Ave stop. Oh, I'm sorry, at the Myrtle Ave stop off the M J Z, uh, like couple blocks from there, and you hop yeah. and you check it out. If nothing else, and you. And you you kind of just want to go into New York City and see a, a very neat different bar I mean check first out. go
0: to Avant Gardner but then if you yes. have a little extra time right or, you're or the poor, Mirage if it's
1: open there Yeah. or you're poor yeah, or staying at
0: Times Square Hotel like a dum-dum yeah. like this is a venue that has free shows yeah and uh, you know we'll hope to cover more of these in the future but this will kind of get you kicked off uh, it, it was very, a very interesting uh, venue for sure and uh, bands that if uh, anything love them or hate them you'll remember remember them it'll make yeah, for a that. good story when you go back to wichita anyway uh this was a uh, Bud stye uh the myrtle avenue stop uh we took an uber
2: yeah too easy.
0: uh you you rode your bike right
2: totally rode my bike it's totally you can get there from anywhere but it's good on foot it's mm-hmm. even better on a bike yeah to see more of the city you can rent yourself a bike hop on a city bike yeah i don't know where you would plant that thing once you got there that's a tough part but i yeah. think you'd be tough
1: Oh, you know what's... You a,
0: the, could take a rebel. Yeah, you
1: could take the rebel out there. Yeah. Here's a trick with that, though. I, I thought about that and I initially looked at it. Outside of the fact that it was fucking cold that night and I didn't want to do that. Um, you're a madman for going on your bike there. Uh, uh, the other thing is you, you're not supposed to take the revels on the highway. And if you try and like pull up the best way to go... Well, what Yeah, I, you're shaking your head because it makes tough fucking sense. I wouldn't be on the highway either on one of those things. Uh, but you can... Uh, the the issue is that it's real hard to find routes to these places without them taking you on the fucking highway. Cause like I've looked at taking a revel out to like Gardner or uh, uh, elsewhere, and it's like there's I could not get, figure out how to make it show me like the side routes to get there instead of going off the the BQA.
2: Well, the easiest way is to you plant like in your uh, phone uh-huh. put on take a bicycle yeah stay out of the bike lane. That way you can get there bike oh, bike route but smart. not in the bike lane. If you got a license plate on you. Stay out of the bike lane.
1: Okay, that's actually really good advice. I didn't know that. Okay, I'll take that. I'll, I'll do that in the future.
0: You guys revel. Free ad. So, uh, anyway, so we get, so that's how uh, we, we got to Venus and First. No crazy drivers this time. No no crazy story to tell you. Uh, our commute was pretty uneventful. Uh, Venus and First. Okay, so this place, okay, so there's no check in, which is great. I always appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's really more of a bar club yeah. than an actual concert venue. So. This
0: place immediately when walking in I thought it was incredibly bizarre and so it's like lit up with the disco light which that's not strange in and of itself but the zebra print on the wall mirrors everywhere sort of a two
1: stairs balcony style stairs going up in the back
0: and what I said to James was and I, I don't know if you're familiar with this but have you ever heard of Penn Hills
2: no I haven't
1: Oh, this is good stuff.
0: So this is a good one. Hill, immediately I was like this is Penn Hills and I was like and then I did the commercial at Penn
1: Hills yeah, yeah, yeah. for
0: lovers only so back in the 70s and 80s there used to be this honeymoon resort in the Poconos called Penn Hills but it was really just like a thing for swingers Yeah, 100%. and uh, you know it was everything that you would imagine like a sort of 70s 80s swingers club to be but it was very elaborate heart shaped
1: like beds and, oh yeah and shaped. oh absolutely
0: ice skiing rooms
1: themed rooms Rooms,
0: yeah. uh, so they're all that sleazy shit. James covered that.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, good stuff. But they
0: also <laughs> had a disco tech type thing, and this and this kind of looked like that, but like maybe towards the end.
1: Yeah, right, right, As things
0: were starting to wind down. Exactly. Just a little bit run down. Um, but yeah, it definitely had that sort of tacky like swingers um, d- disco tech from the 80s. Anyway, the, f- the interesting thing about Penn Hills is Penn Hills is, Penn Hills is now abandoned. It has so been now like it's 30 just years. like Right. So now it's just this like crap property that went to shit. There's still office papers all over the office floor. Uh, I think most of the liquor has been stolen from the bar. Most of it all. But there are still heart shaped beds. And if you are yeah. so inclined.
1: Yeah. You, the reason we know about this is because you had showed me this fucking like, documentary this kind of thing. Yeah. On this video, I think on YouTube or, or something. It was just the most. I do get a kick out of like decrepit old places like that. Uh, so, but like this guy went in fucking deep and like spent several hours walking through this place and, and t- getting videos of some real bizarre stuff.
0: The best part is when he takes a video of the heart-shaped bed and he sees like the condom wrappers on the oh, floor. Yeah. He's like, people are still spreading the still love. Still working today. it there,
1: man. Can you believe that?
0: Uh, all in the name of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how people Let, actually We got to wait to that. People, people need to see You guys, that more. Just so you understand the aesthetic of Venus and Furs alone is uh, very Pen Hills. Uh, what do you think? What were your out? impressions when you came in?
2: I was thinking it was definitely very Frankenstein, Casanova. You know, yeah, like to his point. whole den where this guy everybody's dancing around. Mm-hmm. Like was that Mystery Men the movie?
1: Yeah, some some shit like that. I don't know yeah. the one you talk. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I liked it a lot actually. It's uh, yeah, it's like There's a cool aesthetic there, big right? Place, a lot of room to dance, mm-hmm. move around if you need to. Mm-hmm. I really and wanted it, to check out the upstairs, but I. Oh, you could have. You could have
1: walked right behind him. We did that. Oh, you did. I didn't yeah. You could, go up you, there. you could have walked right behind. So the, the, the reason we're saying you right. can walk right behind it is because this wasn't. Uh, th- there's no stage or anything at this place. It was more or less in the round. For those that don't know what in the round means, it's when the band basically just plays in the middle of the crowd.
0: Uh, yeah. So there's this upper level, and that's where the DJ booth is. And guys, nobody is stopping you from going up there. Yeah. So if you want to be an, a moron like James and I did and take pictures of yourself, fake DJ jane right right do it do it it's a cool backdrop too because then you big have the disco ball. ball on yeah. the other side and, of the frame and it's a
1: big fucking disco ball too and i don't know if you saw this at all did you go downstairs
2: No, I had not. No, so
1: you didn't go downstairs. There's a downstairs that has like pinball and two pool tables and everything.
2: I mean, when I get planted, I just get planted. Yeah, well, it's
1: like by the time you got there, shit had kicked off. So we had a couple minutes to wander around. But like to add on top of this, like of all this stuff that we're describing, there's also this downstairs with pinball machines, pool, and it's like its own bar down there. So I repeat what I said before. If I lived in this area, I'd be at this fucking place every other
2: night. Like there's no doubt in my mind. Well, it's definitely very interesting i definitely should explore a little bit more
1: i mean the show had already kicked off so yeah. you know
0: um i was just gonna say like uh the fact that not only that there were uh pool tables and pinball machines but that it was virtually empty it was like
1: yeah perfect to
0: just you know what i'm saying like oh. i love availability like that you know what
1: else was down there which is an important thing to note that we almost already almost forgot there's an atm down there and that's important because this bar is cash only
0: yeah Yeah. keep that in
1: mind uh this was fine that night the reason we like to throw this out there is because sometimes you'll go to a cash only place and there is like a bunch of people there and a bunch of people didn't think to bring cash so that the line to uh the atm is almost longer than getting booze half the time also fees yes fees that's another good actually this one was like two bucks so for new york city atm fees that's pretty good
0: not bad uh staff uh fine I would, I would what i would call friendly detached
1: yeah uh, just friendly
0: enough um so yeah I, I i i had no problems with the staff i mean i didn't find them to be particularly overly uh friendly but not rude so you know fine you know did d- d- general d- 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 bar staff d- 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 to did be honest. the job uh bathrooms are fine those again are downstairs pricing is fine they do plus have, one in the back they do right. They do have food, but I didn't I didn't have it. But I guess they have a couple of options yeah, like there. Some Burgers and fries
1: and, stuff. and that kind of thing. Oh, I did see that the kitchen does go late, so it could be another like good like late night spot if you're in that area.
0: Uh in terms of production value, uh while well, the lighting is crazy. Yeah. It's actually I mean for a venue like this, it's, it's pretty kind weird. of crazy. Yeah. But in a good way. The disco ball really adds a lot to that. Uh, in terms of the sound quality. Let me put it to you this way. Who knows how good the sound could be? Because it seemed like there was nobody there that really knew how to run a board to begin with or was really interested. Because when the first guy went on, he like had to tell them what he wanted. And they were like, okay. And then they just kind of like turned him up, but turned him way up too far. So it was just kind of like there's really nobody that's sort of manning the controls. So I can't tell you whether if there was like a a competent sound person mixer on on, you know, on site, whether uh, the sound would be good or not.
1: You could tell and partially it's the fact that there is no stage. They just set up the drums in a a couple stands for your guitars in the middle of the floor. This is not a place designed for you know instrument music let's say let's put it that way That's it's got a second level with a dj booth and this open dance floor it's probably mostly used for you know dance parties djs that sort of thing it's probably better balanced for that would be my guess at least
2: i did like the sound but not till later
1: you think it, it got better later it did get better
2: later yeah uh it definitely balanced out and also where we were sitting That's you point. could all like i remember from the front it was a lot harder to hear the sound and once we were sitting in the middle, like next to it, period, you could definitely hear it perfectly. Mm-hmm. So I think the sound was okay, but not the best.
1: Yeah, maybe just maybe that's what I'm thinking is that it's just like not a venue really designed for you it, know. The way a, it echoes
2: a, around. If you put somebody in the center of the room, yeah, and it's going to bounce off the walls. And the way that the room is shaped, it's like got like a cutout. So you got like a square room inside of a an arched doorway, and mm-hmm. it's going to bounce around that whole thing, go up the stairs, hit the ceiling, come back down. It's just kind of odd for the sound.
1: Do you think so too? So, you think it's challenging anyway to yeah. get it to so work, many, right? It's
2: like, yeah, it just, well, it just yeah, it the way it's going to bounce. Because also, had the upper level and it had like a balcony. Yeah. And it's like another like facet for it to bounce. Yeah, off
1: it's of. a good point. The and sort of what we're saying is, is this place would be tough to make sound good anyway, to be honest. So. Yeah.
0: To so get to aesthetics, um, uh, crowd. Uh, you know, basically, you know, when you like watch a, a music video for like a pop video? And everyone's kind of dressed crazy and like in different kinds of outfits. So it was that. It was yeah, that. Yeah, surprisingly. It was an eclectic crowd. All all different types of people, but definitely younger.
1: Uh, Bushwick hipsters. Yeah. But like. Let's, let's be honest. Dra- dra- yeah.
0: Dressed to the nines. And one drag queen. I don't know where she ended up.
1: But, yeah, but she was around.
0: Uh, I don't know if you noticed. She was like yeah. there and gone. Well, we have we have, yeah. we, we have our theory uh, about that, but we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it in a bit. Um, all right, so getting into our first artist, our first artist we had was Milkweed, who I'll have playing a little bit under here. Uh, d- tell us what you know about him.
1: Uh, very little, to be perfectly honest, but what I got is he does have an Instagram, Milkweed underscore LOL. He's got a single video up on YouTube uh, called Dusty that he dropped about three weeks ago. And, you know, uh, outside of that, that's that's kind of all we got on him outside of like our impressions of him as a musician slash comedian.
0: Right. So <laughs> I, I, you know, if he's listening, I apologize. I got his, I got his name, but I can't remember. It was like Aiden or something, but whatever. It doesn't matter. He's he's milkweed. Uh, seems yeah, right. <laughs> to have some support there. Some people shouting him out, uh, sort of a tall, lanky, sort of shaggy from Scooby Doo. Uh, very much type uh but with longer hair and glasses um it was kind of uh of folksy i guess is the best way to put it um sure uh he was um he he was off key yeah and i don't know if that was on purpose right and it's sort of like Bedroom the, DIY pop way?
1: I, I I did watch and listen to the music video. And yeah, okay, it was, you know, you know, he doesn't sing particularly good in the music video either. So there's certainly that part of it. Yeah, it's that sort of... You're right, the bedroom pop kind of. But folks, you're you know, not that good. I, I, don't, well, I don't know what I, else to say. I, <laughs> I, thought, I won't talk shit about him. Like, musically, he's just fine. You know, your voice, you... you Unless it's the kind of music you want to make, if you don't have a good voice, you really got to create the band around it, you know what I mean? There's plenty of uh, pretty great rock stars with genuinely shitty voices when you really think about it. Not that I think this guy wants to be like that anyway, so
0: so i thought he was a lovely person and so i'm going to give the benefit of the doubt and say that the off keyness is a conscious artistic choice yeah let's go with that that's what i'm going with uh his you know he he kind of um you know the vocals were a bit low at first and then they did kick them up but i found myself in sort of a, a trance like state the music kind of blended from one song to another there was nothing really to make me kind of snap to attention quite honestly so i found myself sort of staring at the zebra print wall with the disco light uh, uh patterns going across i mean it's pretty high at this point so i cut myself <laughs> a break that, yeah. but that was kind of a nice uh that was kind of a nice backdrop to his music um Oh at that point I was thinking I was glad I ate. we we ate beforehand and and didn't eat food there like we originally considered honestly yeah. eating there would have felt like eating at super awkward it would have felt like eating at rick's cabaret buffet right that's a strip club you guys <laughs> um it would have felt like eating at the strip club buffet there was just something a little bit um dirt and not, that's not a put down but just something a little bit dirty about the place that i think works for it but i just don't equate food with there with no, that no. I, that food does not factor into that equation for me um So, uh, yeah, this guy, a bit bit of a comedian, I guess. Something about Dragon Ball Z. I don't know.
1: I remember understanding it at the time and knowing that I would. You, You had, this is like right before you got here. He gets up and he does some kind of comedy bit. And all I remember is that involved. Did you ever watch Dragon Ball Z? A little bit. So, okay, so you know the whole going Super Saiyan, their hair goes black to yellow. Oh, yeah. He made some kind of joke involving like now the style of girls changing their hair. It's all based on Dragon Ball Z. That's me explaining the joke. In the moment, I was like, "Okay, I could see where you're going with it." You know Just what I mean? To me. There's, there's something. <laughs> I uh, there's something. James there. explains the
0: joke. Haha. Ha, okay, yeah. this joke is funny yeah. because
1: you know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's, like yeah, yeah, that's a good one. it's an Instagram Jeff account. Jeff
0: explains the joke. Yeah.
1: Haha. Ha, this joke is funny because in Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> the guys go super saiyan and they change their hair. Now girls change their hair. All right. There's some uh, like I'm sitting there. I knew you wouldn't understand it because I, I you've never seen a single episode of Dragon Ball Z. have. You okay? I have seen, like, everything because, yeah. you know, I was in high school when that was popular, and everybody watched it then. You should – well, I don't know if you'll like it. You you might. It's a rad show. Within the first, like, five episodes, two people literally get holes blown through them. And when I was in high school, they didn't censor that shit. Now all of you, you pussies listen, watching it now would get the censored version of it, which is, you know – Lame, because I watched that shit when I was. 16. I bet Milkweed
0: watched the uncensored version. That oh, you would think he's probably
1: about my age. Then he he
0: uh, if he would have found it, he just seems like that kind of guy. Anyway, he does these <laughs> sort of King Missile-esque type of interstitials. If you don't know who King Missile is, I, I'm no not at Google. Is. Um, but like uh, well, like workshopping some like stand-up material or something. It seemed, Oh, there was this other bit about uh, there was a poll that about Santa shaving his beard or something, and that like there's like a sizable amount. Of people who think he should, which I guess I don't know what that was. If it was just a fun fact or a joke, I don't know. I got thinking I about that one. it. I remember yeah. thinking, well, Santa should at least have mutton chops. That would be nice. Kind I, I
1: remember you telling that me Orange that.
0: County uh, bicycle guy, motorcycle yeah. guy, like that. Maybe like the mutton. At chops least that mustache. I don't know, but I was you like, can't go
1: full clean shaven. Not,
0: like, why are we even thinking about this? Oh, and then he said, um, "Did randomly did anyone have sex today?" Do you remember that? Yeah, vaguely. And then I was like, and
1: everybody awkwardly kind of was like, no, not really.
0: Except dude. me, I was <laughs> like, I did. I had sex with myself. Aha! Uh-huh. I was very proud. Okay. Anyway, very uh, um, progressive if, of you. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh sp- speaking of being progressive uh, or versus not, uh, I I leaned to, you and it was like, I think this guy. I don't know. Call me crazy. But I'm, I'm going to bet this guy hates Trump.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: I just a feeling just guess. I have. Yeah, he's got a lot of opinions about the
1: president right now.
0: Uh, James is like, he's got a Bernie bumper sticker. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't you say nothing bad about just Bernie saying. Sanders. <laughs> don't you? I
1: bet you it's not on his car because he doesn't have one, but it is on his iMac. Uh,
0: What's? Whoa. <laughs> And iMac <laughs> is making this happen.
1: Just saying.
0: A MacBook. MacBook, whatever the hell they are. Happening.
1: I don't know. Apple products. Uh,
0: Some yeah, I know. Hipster. Go back to your play school phone. <laughs> um. Anyway. So yeah. The. Uh, we've james i've certainly experienced uh, concerts where the, the vocals were too soft i'd say this is the first time ever where we've experienced the vocals were way too yeah
1: well. it's almost like because
0: <laughs> when he said he wanted more vocals ear. that guy like was like okay and just like cranked it up to 11 and it just sounded and then like, his buddies. I, I
1: couldn't tell at the time if the buddies were serious or not and then in retrospect i'm like oh, okay they're being like facetious and they're saying like more vocals crank them up crank them up it was just hard to tell because because of people who they were drunk were. And yeah. it got
0: worse, but this was about the time you came in, and you came in towards the end, and I and I kind of looked at you, and I was like,
1: "Welcome." <laughs> we didn't know what we were getting into either.
2: Yeah, a couple of barley pops, and I was ready to rock.
1: Yeah, there you go. Respect that. Uh, what did you think when you finally like were there, and if, for the five minutes or so you got of him, uh, impressions? I really
2: didn't pay too much attention. I was trying to soak my throat.
1: That's fair. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, I, I did like a little bit of it, but again, it was a little bit off.
1: Mm. A little you bit can, off. totally on, well. I mean, it's just tough because you got like the ass yeah. end of it. So yeah, I just did, feel it, back because it's like we've been talking for the last fifteen minutes and like. It's
2: all right <laughs> right now, it, it was okay. I didn't. It's like it was. It wasn't horrible. You know, but it wasn't amazing to me.
1: I yeah. I could. I see that. But you know, you know it, it was nice and free. That's true. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah. For free ninety nine, <laughs> free ninety nine. You're able to get that.
2: Definitely did like that. And a lot of the other stuff that happened that night was pretty cool too. But hey, we'll get to that.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, good good point.
0: Well, it was when you said nice and free, meaning like, but you meant no cover charge, and I thought you meant like milkweed is very free, a <laughs> free man. There, there is that and too. he Certainly is that. Uh, this is you man, Guys, damn you know, it. he has an Instagram. We just set it, and it'll be linked. We'll link it, and he'll probably have his shows there and there and stuff. But you know what? He's he's entertaining you know what i'm saying especially if, if if the stand-up routine you know it's like going in that dimitri martin type direction and if, and if that's tightened up a bit like it could go somewhere Could be good. Could you know, he, could, he, could, he could be funny he's got an awkward charm to him he's a very nice person but yeah i don't know he just has a great charm about him and i think the more he pushes that charm like sometimes i think he's trying to be a bit of a bad boy and i'm kind of like mm. but you're not really a bad boy Not really. It would be funnier if he played the good boy act and the bad boy stuff sort of slipped out. You think so? You know what I mean? Like much more subtly because he really looks and I can add a a good boy and he presents as one and uh, I don't know, it would make the bad boy stuff more funny. But whatever, what do I know? Um, So anyway, uh, he was done and uh, Andy, you and I got caught up in our hometown news, like which brother died in a car accident, which one shot himself. I got all that mixed up. Uh, you can tell yeah. that Ann and I either come from old money or rural America. Yeah. Which is it? <laughs> Take you your guess. Be the judge, yeah. the brother that died in the car accident, the one who shot himself. Uh, I'm never in VIP for these concerts, so I think you can figure out whether uh, we're old money or we're, we're, whether we're rural America. You uh, know, Ameri- upstate New York. America. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want to just. Did you even remember this conversation? I remember it well.
2: I do remember the conversation quite yeah. well. But, you know, it is what it is. Upstate New York, we. Yeah. Right Western right. New York. Uh, but, no, right. Potato farms. Yeah, <laughs> listen, country. we
1: we we said we've said plenty. We talked about a whole band that came from where I grew up, and I talked plenty of shit about it. So, <laughs>
0: oh, we got so so uh, so after after we got caught up on hometown news, um, because it's more fun to talk about it and visit it. Um, peppermint Peppermint came on. Uh, what what of uh, what of Peppermint?
1: Not a whole lot on them. The but the um. You know, I liked them from what I got. Like, I can I'm have, even having a hard time finding their names. All right. So we got Andrew Carboni on drums, uh, Ben Barry on bass, uh, Harry Garrison on guitar, and Taylor Rogers on guitar and vocals. I believe, yeah, Harry Garrison was playing lead on that. And then Taylor Rogers is playing rhythm, guitar, and vocals.
2: Now, I really enjoyed that band.
1: Good. Okay, cool.
2: I, it's like, like the w- the sound of it to me, you had like this little bit of like a Silver Jew sound and uh what was it not better than ezra what the term? Well, i said weezer weezer they, they, yeah they, they, had, like, they had like that jammy weezer sound with uh-huh. a nice monotone sometimes mm-hmm. like silver juice sound and it's like they had their own sound together but if i could explain it that's how i would say it oh sure 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 yeah we do I that all really the time yeah really. you
1: just try and try and find little bands that they at least remind you of a drummer, um, man. He, could definitely. he was awesome. So, was so I specifically awesome. wanted to say uh Andrew Carbone or Carboni. It depends on how Italian you feel you're feeling at the time. This is coming from an Italian, by the way. Uh God. wait, what's the Mike Brabiglia joke? Well, your name in Italian is Brabia. Well, in America, you're annoying. <laughs> Shout Jesus. out Mike Berbiglia. Uh anyway, he was like actually specifically, easily the best musician of all of them that were up there. I thought he was like very fluid and had a, a sort of jazz and almost that. Um, that swing style of drumming. Am I the only one that picked up on that, or no? Am I crazy? I
2: didn't. I didn't hear the swing style, but uh-huh. it was nice sitting where we were because they could actually hear the drums. Like, to them too, yeah. It was just coming straight from the side, and I don't know. I thought it was really great. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, did, the whole did, thing.
1: Did you like it, uh, pay any attention to him specifically, just to look at what he was doing?
0: Matt, magic carpet swooping in, magic carpet. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Callback. I can't help
0: <laughs> myself um to me they sounded more like jangle pop like the birds 1960s uh jangly um not and not to say you know the weezer um uh sort of comparison doesn't resonate f- with me as well because there was a lot about weezer to me that sort of borrowed from that sort of jangle 60s jangle pop uh type sound but that's definitely you what threw out meant, you like, threw they, out bare naked ladies recently. well but not, yeah, but not not any and not because of the content and certainly sure. not vocally, but the guitars. yeah, because jangle or... pop is all revolving around the guitar. and that is the kind of guitar I heard. and it's uh, and I think it drives that genre because it just sort of has puts you in a headspace of sort of bopping along and it's and it's the the guitar that really leads on uh, you know t- in that to to give that sort of uh, tone aesthetic, whatever. but oral then aesthetic,
1: but then throw in a far more. Uh, I wouldn't want to say aggressive, a far more fast-paced drum uh, section to yes. it, and that, like I said, had a lot of this sort of fluid, sort of fluidity to it. And uh, that's almost like if you really watch some of those old swing drummers, that's a lot of what they would do. Is they'd have those, and nobody really thinks about it because nobody listens to swing anymore. But when you get down to it, swing and jazz drummers are, are really the, the champs of all, of all that sort of thing. If you're enough of a music nerd to care about that sort of thing.
0: Um, As to the rest of it, uh, vocals are not turned up enough on this one. I mean, not that I had super high expectations for the sound, but come on. Um, What else? Okay. Uh, Aesthetics. uh, They have long hair. They all wear sweaters. The lead guitarist wears a Pashmina. Um, You know. Very casual. Yeah. You know, like I, how I'd said, everyone casual, everyone looked though. like they were dressed to impress for the night. And these these folks were just kind of like, you know, wearing, wearing whatever. We're a rock no, band. N- very normal looking, but with long hair. Um, Honestly, these the, the other two, they, they liked this. I didn't dislike this band. But the other two liked, liked them more than I did. And for me, honestly, the most interesting part of this was the drunk woman who walked up to the band. Yeah. And at first, I, she was so drunk. And I was like she just having a good time or is she like really wasted? James like, oh, she's probably just having a good time. She's a fan. And well, then, then she actually walked up to the band and, and picked up a microphone. I was like, no, she's really yeah, she's drunk. she's just hammered. And I and, couldn't tell if like leaving.
1: she knew them and was like being hammered and, and that's why she went up to it or if she was just, I'm hammered. So now I'm literally going to interrupt this song that you're playing and grab a fucking microphone
0: someone very graciously removed the microphone from her hand and gently yeah. placed it behind on an amp a, b- a drunken fan should not be the climax of your performance no
2: well they definitely knew her name because they it's like oh thank you blah 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 oh they, they so said you caught that huh yeah. so they did know her all right, all like, right. it's like she knows them or they're in the same kind of circle yeah It's still
1: rude as shit but it makes it a little bit better she was
2: stumbling around i thought she was dancing at first me too yeah and then i thought she was going to do some kind of weird grace jones thing and, and pull That mic, yeah, and start singing the way that she was kind of arcing her body around, yeah. You know, she was just gonna go into like some kind of like warm leatherette. I have no idea. That's so crazy,
1: yeah. No, 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 for sure, though. Like, that's that's like a hundred percent that moment, like that dead pan of eye, like, yeah. Just glazed and oh my god, yeah, this was a weird moment, folks. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, this was it's funny that you say the Grace Jones thing because Grace Jones has like big dick energy, and this woman had big dick energy, and she had everything going on about being Grace Jones, less the singing, and it was so disappointing. I was like, just go for it.
1: Yeah, she didn't actually sing or say anything, but she didn't it was actually like she went say and she just walked up and meeting. grabbed this microphone and knocked the stand over with an intensity in yeah. her
0: eyes that I have not seen. In, in quite some time I don't know so. it's probably like Santa Con 2014 someone trying to cross the street you know at like 9 o'clock um, <laughs> just, just 845 you know <laughs> after after 9 hours of drinking I mean the level of intensity and focus in this woman's eyes was something to be rivaled uh, probably because it was taking that much to, to keep from collapsing did she fall she did
1: yeah She well she knocked over the stand and like fell over a little bit trying right, to reach and down, she down fell. And shit, I was yeah. like yeah
0: that's that was happening there's like no amount of concentration that could, uh, that could go up against the, the BAC and her. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, that, that was, that was rather amusing. Um, anyway, I, do you have anything else to say about oh just oh i know i was concerned about taking flash photos of them but after that woman invaded their space i was yeah i certainly don't feel feel bad about taking flash photos uh, anything else to say about peppermint
1: i liked them and i know maybe you're not as high on them but i of the of uh the three and a half bands we're gonna cover uh, they're the ones that I would genuinely like to listen to more of. They only have a handful of songs on like SoundCloud, so there's not a lot out there. So I'll keep my eyes peeled to see if maybe they release something more. And of everybody that we saw, I'd be interested in in seeing them again and listening to them more.
2: Yeah, I too, I would definitely go see them again. Yeah, just to hear a little bit more. Right, see, see kind of what they'd they're doing. up with.
1: Mm-hmm. So keep. I, I would
0: better sound. Yeah,
1: I'd recommend keep your eyes peeled and go see them. You know, given the chance
0: so uh okay so they wrapped up and uh in that meantime i did i spoke to milkweed for a moment what a nice guy again thank you so much for talking to me and uh giving me the time of day so then we go to what personally was the most enjoyable <laughs> band for me a reverie
1: yeah this was uh you know this there is something to be said about that we'll get we'll get into it more i don't know who does what uh because i don't have the you know, the names linked to instruments here, but band members are Paige Johnson Brown, who I believe is the lead singer. Uh Caleb Brown, Ellen Murphy, and Jessica uh Ackerley. And frankly, I don't know who's who. Doesn't really say anything. Wait,
0: say then did you say what are the girls' names again?
1: Paige Johnson Brown, Caleb Brown, Ben Murphy, and Jessica Ackerley.
0: I could have sworn that the guitar player told me her name was Katie, but okay.
1: Katie. I don't know. Huh.
0: All right, because I'll want to talk about her, but uh, uh, so they build themselves as uh, country punk or what cow punk?
1: It says on here we make music, country punk noise. We make books, we make art, and then they go this biography is this long story about this girl on a subway train, and the, I don't know, it's all in caps, and you you folks could read it for yourselves. I'm not gonna do it, but it, it does kind of work their description of this country kind of uh, country punk infused style of of music there's that that's it that's what they are country punk
0: so i'm not sure whether um this uh website with all the caps and that sort of thing is supposed to be uh humorous but it could certainly be taken yes
1: i don't know how tongue-in-cheek slash ironic this is
0: i don't know but let me tell you what
1: my mind goes towards leans towards irony though so if i'm wrong Sorry, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards.
0: Because when this band came out, the first thing I thought, uh, when, and when if you see the lead singer, you you might pick up on this, the, uh, the sort of just affectations and ev- anything and everything that you would expect from a uh, country punk or cow punk or whatever you call it, uh, country punk hybrid uh, sort of satire uh, was there. And just the way this girl looked, I was like, oh my God, this looks like Kristen Wiig doing a parody <laughs> of an indie band right now. Yeah, on SNL. And I could not, I could not unsee it. Yeah. Once I thought it, I could not unsee it. It reminded me of that um, Blue Oyster Cult, like, parody with, like... On, what, yeah, on SNL. Do you know where they're parodying, like, a, a prog uh-huh. rock band, And but, but like one of the guys in the band was actually pretty good, which in this case was the guitar player. She was really solid She was this really good, band. yeah. Uh, but there was something that was like absurd yes. about it. And I wasn't, yeah. listen, hate me if you want. I don't think, whatever. I don't think these people care what I think. But I was like, this is hilarious.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs>
0: this is hilarious. I was thinking that they would fit in at Finn's quite well finn's in
2: go i don't think they would like them there actually no i don't think so those people are just dead set in their ways
1: (laughs) what's finn's then
2: it's a hometown bar actually Uh i've only been there twice Uh uh-huh both times i did not drink anything because one i was there when i was probably five Uh uh-huh second time i was seeing a friend and i don't think i drank anything you just
1: kind of in and out there in and out done but you clearly have some experience there
0: but you can drink there probably if you're five. <laughs> when I was five, um, yeah. No, I think that the the thing about it was like the what what? Oh yeah, I'm. Sure, I feel like they they maybe Finns would uh, hate them, but I think that they could, we would like be, be like a big fuck you to everyone at Finns. Yeah, you know, fuck With you, these guys. We're yeah. playing here. Fuck you. And I think if people were drunk enough, they might get into it. Uh, but at the end of the day, for me, I wasn't quite that drunk yet. And I felt like I was at the front row at an SNL show. Yes. And I was having an absolute ball. And I'm sorry. It's like you could say to me, like, oh, how dare you laugh at our art. But listen, it's funny. <laughs>
1: it's ridiculous. It's really
0: <laughs> funny. The lead singer, lead singer, she, she, they, they, I guess. I don't know. It, they we're gonna say they because I, I Wait, feel like Well, there I was don't some know. Her reference. Instagram says
1: one thing, and then the website says another thing. So I I don't know.
0: All right. Well, you know what? Because the story isn't straight, we're gonna say she. How's that for you? Uh, she, oh my god, She just just had a certain. Uh, uh, who sings that song? Is that all there is?
1: I have no idea what. Do you know you're talking that about?
0: song? Mm-hmm. Is that all there is? If that's all, my, like Marlene Dietrich, but like revived or something into like this like. 1980s well what did you what did you say it was it was the music for what? yeah
1: listen so my description for their entire music was music for the disaffected youth of the Kentucky Appalachians because it real sa- it sounded it sounded hick shit but it was like that sort of post like punk I hate my town shit on top 110%. of it all yeah yeah
2: right it's like when I heard voice was almost exactly like some Loretta Lynn song, Uh and they were just going wild behind her. Uh That girl was shredding like hardcore, and they were definitely playing punk, but to that same beat so she could keep in tune with what they were playing. I thought that was pretty... I thought it was tits, honestly. It
1: it was cool. I'm not going to lie. Now, I think I said to you, I'm not going to listen to these guys again, but you know, if they were at a bar, if they're at a bar and... Then people are like, for ten dollars, a Reverie's playing. I would throw down ten dollars and see that again, without a doubt. I would have paid money for that. And Pepper too, or Peppermint too, by the way. If we're on the subject.
0: Yeah, I mean that that was the thing. It was like the the disaffectedness, like, just reminded me so much of Marlene Dietrich. But the yeah, but the vocal style almost like reminded me of Loretta Lynn at times, and it was just like. I don't know. I just thought that description was was so spot on, but of course the metaphor just kept sticking with me. I made one I made one joke that I'm not going to repeat on here, but I'm yeah. sh- sure y'all remember it. That, that that one was pretty messed up, but it had to do with uh living in the backwoods. But um, but one I will say is I uh, I leaned in when when because she says the name of the songs and can't understand a damn word she's saying. I was like, what's what's this song? I was like, "Uh, love song for Uncle Petey. That's what this. Yeah right. That's (laughs) the name. That's the name of this song. It's love song for Uncle Petey. Uh, What a sweet guy, you know conflicting feelings but at the end of the day he did it out of love um they what should the play hometown <laughs> barbecue and red hook i think it's one of the few joints that features country or all country or like country adjacent acts that's a great spot yeah, i feel like that would be like a good, be on, a good spot for them as long as it's late enough at night and there aren't kids there right um so uh yeah and at one point you also said that it was a bit shoegazy
1: Uh, Yeah well when they got into the the noise side of things Anytime it gets noise rock To me like the noise rock That I enjoy is shoegaze Because shoegaze is kind of like a a form of it To to me at least Uh, So that started to remind me of that a little bit But then she'd rip So I, I wish we could tell for sure Who the guitarist was because you were saying you got what Caitlyn right which i feel oh, is Katie. right Katie because i was saying because that's my sister's name so i remember her saying that so maybe this is wrong or maybe she is a session that was playing with them or something I don't know. They don't have the they don't have the band members on their website. They do have band members on their Facebook. There's not a Katie here. I do remember Katie. I think it's Katie. Katie, you fucking ripped. I, I'm I will say that she she was really ripping in that sort of steel guitar style, which is you know a country style of guitar, but you really don't hear that any other anywhere else. It's a cool style and all, but I, I don't like country. So when I do hear it and I actually like it, I'm, I'm always but pretty impressed But the shoe by
0: part it. you could kind of get with.
1: Sure. No, 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 That's all fine. And even the punk side of things, no. even though I'm not the biggest punk guy in the world, it's the country stuff. And this is not to say that I didn't – I actually really did enjoy myself, which is what I'm saying. It's like I will pay $10 to see these guys in fucking rock wood or something.
0: Uh, I'd say barefoot gazing, but it's December. So I got to have Shoes some, that some, something. Shoes past falling that. falling off um uh the final song for a reverie i was kind of hoping this would be the moment where like kristen Weg really lost her shit recalling all those hard winners with uncle petey but she really didn't like i really thought that i really thought that at this point she would just go buck wild yeah. maybe because that really that drunk woman o on us. set me up yeah. you know what i mean i really expect her to lose it but she didn't and and i don't know if actually, i actually yeah wait suggestion that's go
1: watch uh videos of karen o and <laughs> do I that
0: i would say i would say i would say it's a Page, like you know what, at the end of the set, lose your shit because honestly, your music is the kind of music where that would go over very well. Yeah, it would go over. Lean into that side of things. I would have loved to have to have seen her like on her knees
1: screaming going basically
0: yeah ape yeah. shit oh my god i would have loved that but uh anyway uh to me this was uh the most interesting band for me uh i'd still like to see oh you know why i also want to see her because i watched one of her music videos and she loses her shit so oh, yeah? i expected to see that, go check that i don't out. know maybe she dead left it a couple of days ago too and, and her back is sore who knows um yeah, I uh, I think call me crazy, but I think if the band tightened up the songwriting a bit and I could hear them with better sound, it could go somewhere. So that that's my. Uh, they have
1: one album that they dropped in 2017. It's it's yeah. kind of interesting. I'm not gonna listen through it. I would like to soon. hear. Remember
0: we were talking about a lot together and about having like a sort of signature sound. Yeah, I just needed to just be a little bit clearer, but. Uh, Yeah, I I would say these guys again. They're really fun. This album, I don't know.
1: Check it out. It's called The Reverie Volume 1. And, you know, song length goes 6 minutes, 221, 213, 550, 708, 852. It's one of those bands. All right.
2: And also, like, she, she did sing quite well, but she was also standing against the wall, and she mm. was actually, like, a wallflower staring at her shoes. Yeah. And she didn't sing in point. front of the band. It seemed like they were just coming off of a tour of some sort, and they were just back in New York. Or maybe really, she's just shy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know if she's shy yeah, or not. A little yeah. thinning thing.
1: That's true, yeah. considering what she does and all. But uh, maybe that's just her vibe. I don't know. Like I said, it's like I, I would totally see them again. So I'd like to see them in, like, a stage, but... Maybe that was part of it. They're not used to that in the round style Round style. Yeah. Because
2: it seems like she was singing across to us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I guess we never really mentioned, we're sort of, like, specifically, we've been sort of hinting at it. We were sitting, like, to the side of the bands. Like, dead center of where the bands were playing. Yeah.
2: Not in front, not in back. Yeah. Like, in the middle.
1: Right. To the side. Pretty interesting spot for it, so. Well,
2: that's the only place they had tables for your beer.
1: True. Yeah important stuff.
0: Uh yeah, the in terms of the the shy thing I, I noticed that too. My feeling is like the the hiding behind the hair and all of that. Listen, you really have to like this is an opinion. I think like you really got to be like you're gonna pull that Cat Bauer shit. Then you better be like Cat Power. You know what I'm saying? Like to be at that level because otherwise, I feel like it just give me
1: the intensity.
0: It just Cat no Cat Power is them. very intense, enormously talented, and you know, and she hides behind her hair and 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 you know can be shy and that kind of thing, or use, at least used to be. And uh, I don't know. That's a tough one to pull off. So I feel like I'd like to see this one just break out of her shell a little bit because I, I feel like that maybe cat power kind of already has that uh has that territory covered um do we have anything else to say or can we move on to uh, our next one
1: i'll i'd still say uh I, they're still a recommend for me yeah same yeah okay i don't know if, if for you Either. definitely yeah i still recommend those are,
2: like those both uh peppermint and a reverie reverie were yeah. my two favorites of the night
1: yeah for sure yeah because <laughs> then the next artist was
0: okay yeah. so the next we have gene baker oh gene good old oh, gene. gene so we were i was still at front row at snl but now instead of kristen wag it was john belushi yeah also doing a parody of a man who is the front man for a band in brooklyn what did you find on him
1: Not a whole lot. That's, yeah, not a whole lot. Even the website that he links to is, (laughs) like, disconnected. So there's a That's such a Gene thing to do. Yeah, classic Gene. He's got, like, a Facebook, and there's no, like, the description. Wait, let me see if I can find that again. Yeah, okay, so this is the description. Shaking the industry one record at a time. I am a cultural paragon, divinity itself. Please, no applause, flash photography, or autographs at shows. Thank you, Gene
0: Baker. I think I did take some flash photos. Sorry, Jane. I didn't catch the note on your uh, Zanga, Zanga site or yeah. wherever you found that. Gene, uh, so Gene does, uh, yeah, is very much has that John Belushi look going on with like, uh, like what are those glasses called the hipsters wear? Uh, Ray-Bans? The
1: Ray-Bans. The yeah, Wayfarer style? So, so,
0: something like that. Um, anyway, this is probably the most, uh, the most Brooklyn moment of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, We had someone on the sleigh bells. I'll have some music playing underneath here from it because we had someone on the kazoo. Oh, yeah. Uh, A chick on a trumpet. Uh, A drummer dressed like Orville Peck. And then we had Gene on the guitar who kind of talks like Morty from Rick and Morty. Yes. Um, Correct. Gene... Good point, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, like, sure if that's an affectation or this is really who Gene is, but the thing about Gene... Okay, so the music itself eclectic. I couldn't really get a handle on it if I'm being quite honest. Here's, uh, here's
1: something uh, telling though. I just noticed his at is at Gene Baker's 69, so that could I don't know. That might inform some things.
0: Or, oh, like not picking up on social cues or like, something. Yeah, I, I could don't see know. That. <laughs> um, Gene, I feel like
1: if you have 69 in your at though, that that says some things.
0: And he would be like, "What? 69 what? It's like it was where I used to live, sixty nine Bedford Avenue or whatever. Um, what were you thinking? Um, the music, I, I couldn't. Okay, let me just give my overview and then move on to you guys. But I. Uh, I could not get a sense of this music at all. Like I just have to get this off my chest. I have no idea what he was going for. I really don't. It sounded just like a lot of like a sort of gobbledygook for me that was just sort of being put out there because Gene's personality and the weirdness of it all, and a man has suddenly gone from kazoo to playing a lunchbox with a, with An a actual stick. lunchbox.
1: We're, we're you serious know, about that. And,
0: and then Gene with like his uh, you know his um, narration or whatever his spoken word. And I didn't understand a lot of it, but I was just like, OK, you know, whether you're playing at being on the spectrum or you actually are, like there's a way to, to do Let's say he is. OK, let's if I'm compassionate. Let's say that he is. But at the same time, you know what? I think Hobo Johnson might be too. And yeah. I think there's a way where it's like if you are kind of an awkward person or, or whatnot and you, you tell like strange jokes, there's there's still a way to connect with people. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just seeming like you're just kind of talking to yourself in the mirror. And that was just sort of the vibe I got from him. So I was just kind of like, it's not that I'm always put off by weirdness and uh, absurdity you know uh, look at a reverie right Of, of course I'm not but I just felt like there was no kind of uh cohesive sort of unit do you know what I'm saying or any kind of like message or like vibe that he was trying to do other than like I'm weird yeah and uh I don't know, I I need to, I need something, just a smidge, man, just a smidge of accessibility would have gone a long way.
1: Listen, there's a crowd for this, people like this, but this is
0: uh,
1: avant-garde, and it's, you know, this guy is just weird for the sake of being weird, and honestly, a lot of the times it sounded like a parody of jazz you were going to hear in, like, an adult cartoon making fun of it, and, you know there's a crowd for that listen you know gene baker if this is the music you want to make do you but you know i i couldn't recommend this to anybody to be honest i don't know a single person that i could think of that'd be like you check gene baker out you're gonna love it
2: gene baker had the andy kaufman vibe nice (laughs) he he was definitely he was definitely trying to clear the room or was he trying to pull you in He was doing a little bit of both, and I feel like he had a crowd there that did know him and that did like him, but he was definitely pushing me out the front door, sorry to say.
1: Still not for you either. Uh,
2: I I mean, if he had like a blow-up dinosaur outfit on, I might have stayed a little bit longer.
1: Sure. (laughs) Just to make things weirder.
0: But the thing about Andy Kaufman, it was like so much was in Andy's face. You know what I'm saying? Like, and in his eyes and the awkwardness. And Gene was wearing sunglasses, so that was out. And then just like that sort of general nervousness that like those shifty eyes that Andy Kaufman had. So much was in that. It's like, it's a craft. Like Andy Kaufman, it was still, still at the end of the day. It's like you can try for a thing. But, you know, I could also try for opera right now. I could be like... And do I sound like Maria Callas? No, I do not. I just heard it in the earphones myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like if you're going to do this thing or even like, you know, going back to King Miss, which I know I already referenced, but it just seemed like a uh, stream of consciousness was sort of like a, a theme on this night. But it's just like at least something that people can that uh, that can sort of resonate with people on on some level or another. And it's not just like I'm talking.
1: Listen, like, it was people that wanted to get up there and make noises and call it art. And there's a lot of people that think that a banana taped to a wall for $120,000 is art. And so I think those people might like this and think it's art. But as far as I'm I'm concerned, yeah, it's not so much.
0: I but one 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 bright one bright spot for Gene I will say and I don't know if you guys noticed this but this was it was getting late it was a Thursday everyone had to work in the morning but at the tail end Gene pulled out this like what sounded like a disco track and you know how I feel about disco and a disco beat will get me will get under my skin I don't remember any lyrics for the song I remember a lot of ooze but I was like oh this is this one's good that's what i extract like that that's for the, the 30 G-
1: seconds and then you switched to you know Nora's. i don't remember went back or, to the avant-garde we just stuff
0: left. but it was just kind of like as i was sort of sifting through that like you know can of buttons and i'm just like oh oh another tortoise shell oh another tortoise shell oh this oh. one's oh look this at one's this sparkly. one it's it has glitter on it do you know what i mean and i found that and i held on to that so i want to thank gene baker for that (laughs) disco track at the end. To to end that a positive uh, note. To end it for me. Because we did not actually uh, stay long enough to catch the band The Rainbows. Going back to the drag queen you know drag queens just don't seem to just show up to places unless they're making money yeah <laughs> or performing yeah so, so i had a th- we you had Whoa, a theory wait
1: a second. yeah whose theory was this well, Come i on. thought it too because we were it. sitting here I, I had been sitting around trying to figure out who this band was the Rambo's, because also by this point it was like 11 30 at night so it's not like we're just like oh i have to call it a night like no we had work the next day and we were already out pretty late anyway so i don't know if they came on at midnight or, or 11 30 or whatever but i wasn't really able to you find anything the only the rainbows that i found that's linked to brooklyn is this i don't know ambient psychedelic something or another band that was probably not what was gonna come on next as far as i know so our guess is that the drag queen that we had saw earlier maybe was part of the rainbows i don't know though but that's and my if best that
0: guess. is true my God, I am disappointed. Yeah, we miss that we missed that because yeah. it isn't something that I thought of at the time. But when I was reflecting on it, I was like, "What the hell was she doing there at that empty? Bu- Why would she go all yeah. dressed up like that? Like drag queens don't just like walk out of the house like that for nothing. You yeah, know? it's, it's got to be of a reason work, for it. You know." So, that that was my theory. Uh, anyway, what were you gonna say? I was like,
2: sometimes you know, your roommate leaves their keys at home, <laughs> right? You never know why somebody's gonna be somewhere.
1: Uh, that's a good point. But my guess, I don't know. I would, I would imagine. Could
0: you imagine to be like, oh, you're performing there? She was like, I was locked out of my apartment. I yeah. have nowhere to go. Yeah. So we'll never know. So sorry, rain- rainbows that we missed you, but it was it was it's just too darn late. Um, do we have any final thoughts on any of these bands uh, or the venue or anything else?
1: Venus Furs absolutely go to it. I will say again for probably the third time if I lived in that area I'd be there all the fucking time it's a cool venue it's different everybody was nice they clearly do tons of different things like comedy shows and shit there and it's also like a dance club at certain points so get, a, get a website chance. though get a website yeah I'm just going off they, they only have a Facebook but uh, that's a super cool venue Um, see your reverie if you get the chance listen to Peppermint I actually like them and I think they're going to be pretty good
2: I agree I really don't have any much to comment on. That's it. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, fair enough. So uh, again, you've gotten our overview of a uh, a smaller uh, ragtag show of uh, up and comers uh, from my, what we got here: Aladdin, Magic Carpet, and Genie, bringing you to Magic Carpet. Okay, uh, uh, mm. bring, bringing you to uh, well, what what else am I? The monkey
1: possibly. Hey,
0: <laughs> uh, check out Venus and Furs and, and see what they're, uh, what, what they've got going on for the night. Um, you just have to kind of like Google it because uh, they don't seem to have a website yet. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, again, I want to thank you, Andy, for coming on the show today. Really appreciate that. Always nice to have uh, extra perspective. Um, so what one last word from you?
2: Well, definitely, I'd like to come on your show again if it's ever possible. I did have yeah. a good time.
1: Glad you enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. I'm always looking for a good show to see, and maybe uh, I can set up a couple. I like that.
1: No. Good stuff.
0: Well, you were telling us about that venue. Um, fl-
2: St. Vitus. No, 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 the flower. Flower. Oh, uh, Flowers for All Occasions. That's like right there, right? It's also there in that neighborhood where uh, Venus and the Furs is. hmm I think it's a couple blocks up. Okay. Going uh, north.
1: Yeah, and you say and you say that's like a real cool venue to go to too. Yeah. All Very right. bohemian
2: we'll art spot. I like that DYI. Yeah. Nice.
1: Very nice. Yeah,
0: we might maybe at the end like include like if you want. Not, you know James and I will talk about it, but if you want, maybe we want to include links to like other like small venues that that play local acts that you know people might might be interested in okay but in the meantime we're closing this out
1: uh follow us on instagram twitter and look for us on reddit at high decibels pod for clips picks discussions and more also look for us on spotify soundcloud and apple Podcasts and subscribe follow rate and review um we didn't really come up with a twitter question
0: um we our twitter question could be um, should we just ask people what their favorite small venue is or is that too yeah generic? that's a good one okay
1: yeah, it's just generic as anything Fa- <laughs> all right what's your sort of question is what's your favorite small venue to watch local acts for free and or ten dollars how's that for you yeah
0: that's a good one uh, we'll outro with
1: a song by peppermint but uh, we kind of don't know the name of it so our bad on there. but this song is by peppermint
0: this has been another episode of high decibels podcast thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon
1: Peace. I'm